This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Shout a living amen. You know why we're talking? Some were still quiet. <laughs> if you start getting to understand the importance of speaking God's word, you will never keep quiet again. Angels respond to the words of God that you speak or the words of fear that you speak. Demons respond to that one. This is how it works. Good things only happen when you speak. Now, when you keep quiet, bad things will happen. Because there is a theory of space. Vacuum is never allowed. Anywhere you don't want wheat to grow, you have to plant something there. If you plant corn here and here and here, wheat will go in between them. The only place that will not be wheat is under the corn that is planted. If you don't want wind in your life, you have to send enough wood out that will clear the ground for you. Yes, the old world is already under a curse to depreciate, to deteriorate. Yes. From the fall of Adam. That's why everything seems to oppose people. You live a building you don't clean it. You don't live there. It begins to decay, deteriorate, and might be demolished. You put a chair down. You don't clean it for three weeks. Dust will gather there. Jesus said you are clean by the words that I speak to you. So, for many years, as a young boy, when I saw God, when I saw in his word, when he said to Adam, the Bible says God put the man that he created, Genesis chapter 2, and put him in the garden. And he said for one purpose, to tend it, to guide, to keep the garden. And I started wondering, when our papa God is not wicked, why would he, have, why would he ask one man? If you alone clean your compound, it's, a, it's big work enough. Why would God say one man should trim the entire garden until I read the words of Jesus when he said to the disciples that of all that God has given me, I have kept them by the words of my mouth. God did not tell Adam to become a... <laughs> going to... <laughs> it's not the culture of what they call them now. God didn't tell him to do that, to start trimming day and night so he would trim. The garden was massive. There were four rivers. There were four rivers in the garden. So it was, it was just a small area. How could one man tend the garden? But what God was saying to Adam, death and life are your tongue. You are now the ruler on earth. Keep the garden by the words of your mouth. The garden of your life is still being kept by the words of your mouth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So when you don't speak, weeds will start growing. The word of God is not just for reading. We read, we study to know 
We know to press it into revelation. We we'll receive revelation so that we can speak it out. The end point is always that it must come out of your mouth. That's what the Bible says in Joshua 1.8. The book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But thou shalt meditate. That tells you meditation is not just reflecting. It is reflecting with speaking. Otherwise, he would have said, the book of law shall not depart from your heart. But he said, from your mouth. That means the end, the highest form of meditation is to speak. You just don't know. You, you don't only know that the Bible says the Lord is your shepherd. It has to enter your mouth. That you are walking on the streets and you are, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Hallelujah. When they talk about dangers, every day as you drive around or you walk around, you say to yourself, do I walk through the valley of shadow of death? Which Nigeria has almost become now. I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Glory to God. But there's something I want to uh, speak on tonight. That's why we are reading this place. So let's read together Proverbs 18 10. One to go. Hallelujah. How many righteous are here? By the blood of the Lamb. Oh, that choir song on Sunday was wonderful. The blood and the name. They agree. God bless those who come. That man is amazing. And I'm glad he'll be here very soon again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and is safe. What name? The name of the Lord. Which name of the Lord? So you have to look at the Old Testament. And check, this was said by Solomon, who had an encounter with God, who was given the spirit of wisdom that we have talked about so much. Then, what name of the Lord? Because in Old Testament, there were many names that the Lord went by. God was called by many names. So which one? Remember, oh, before we get there. So, after Abraham's sacrifice, our God told him to offer Isaac, Genesis 22. And he was about to do that. Then he got to the mountain. Then he saw a ram, and you know the rest of the story. Then he said, Jehovah Jireh, for on the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. Many people have said that Jehovah Jireh means the Lord my provider. Not directly. Jehovah Jireh means that on the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. It's there in Genesis 22. Hallelujah. Now, sometimes it's good to check some, some things I'm saying. Now, it might be correct at the end, but not directly. That wasn't what he said. On the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. That's not Jehovah Jireh. So Abraham understood God. 
as when you're on this mountain, provision is seen. And he said, over Jireh, a dimension of God. At a point, he called him Jehovah Nisi, our banner. Then the Jehovah Shekinah, no, the Jehovah Adonai. Then in Genesis 17, after Abraham stumbled and went to Agai, there are some prayers I pray for myself that I will teach one day some of us to pray some of those prayers. They might be very necessary. You see, from time to time, you need by the word of God to weed your life so that you don't open up yourself for the devil. If you calculate very well, a guy, Abraham's maid, must have been picked up in Egypt when Abraham went to Egypt. Genesis 12, God spoke to Abraham, I will bless you, I will multiply you. Then he went down. The, the, there are no mistakes in the Bible. The Bible never said he went up any time about Egypt. Egypt was always down. Because it represents a low spiritual state. So Abraham went down to Egypt and Satan smuggled Agar into his life. She was probably 10, 12. She didn't look attractive then. She did not look dangerous. She didn't look like a problem. The devil is, is, the devil is quite smart when it comes to stuff like that. When you see a temptation as evil at the beginning, then you are likely to evade it to say no. But when it looks harmless at the beginning, the best of traps are traps that don't look like traps. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Yeah. Because when it looks like traps, it can easily be dodged. While I was growing up in my area, we had some serious rats. Some rascals. And then my father got some traps. One guy used to come and do carpentry work for us in the house. So he bought some and he helped us to send it. In the time that even if you, if you step on it yourself. Because there will be rats in the kitchen in the night and my land, everybody will complain. And the guy put it there. And after catching some rats, by the following week, they developed a new strategy. They will come close and use their back leg to keep the food off the face of the trap. So you have boom, but it's, it's going to catch nothing. And I said, who said these guys are not intelligent? <laughs> because I, I, my brother, myself, my brother, we should enjoy being in the room and hearing the sound. So we run there, we're little kids then, to go and watch what our trap has caught. So the first week, we were happy, we were catching, catching, catching. But those guys mastered the stuff. And then we'll be there, we'll just hear, boom, and we'll rush to the kitchen. Nothing, only the meat gone. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, so, <laughs> anyway, he went down to Egypt, and a guy joined the crew, probably. But historians are saying that she joined and they came out. It was over 10 years after when she must have been 22. Pretty young lady that Abraham made the mistake with her through the suggestion of Sarah. At times it's good to pray. What are the potentials? What are the tendencies that are in me that can give me problem in the days to come? Lord, help me approve them. For your word says every tree that is not planted by my father. Because I might be 25, 28, 30, 40 now. There might be something that I have acquired that is yet to manifest. 
but that is going to destroy or create serious problems for me the days to come. When you pray, because there are prayers you pray about what you see, there are prayers you pray about what is to come. Jesus said to Peter, Satan desired to have you. It was not an immediate thing. He said, but I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail. In other words, Peter, what I'm praying for for you, it's not what will happen now. I can see in the future. There is a trap. If I don't pray for you, your faith will fail. Jesus did not even pray that that thing should not happen. But he prayed that his faith will not fail. Because every, every, every assault of Satan over a Christian, it's not towards the event that will happen. It's towards your faith. Your faith is his target. A Christian suffers an abortion. It's not about the baby you have lost. It's to give up on prayer and the possibility of God answering your prayer. So you go for an interview and then you are praying, you are confessed and then they say no and you are coming back doubting what the Bible says about the power of your confession and prayer. It's always all about your faith. The enemy is always defeated when no matter what happens, your faith is still up. Because ultimately you will win. Are you getting what I'm saying? The way life is structured, when it comes to Pharaoh, you don't speak to Pharaoh once. But that's not our direction. Are you, are you following me? I'm talking about the name of the Lord tonight. So the Bible said the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs and he is saved. And I said, which of the Lord? So now, he called God. Abraham said, Jehovah uh, Jireh, on the mount of the Lord shall be provided. Then he said, Jehovah Nisi at the time. Then in Genesis 17, God appeared to Abraham and he said, I am the Lord Almighty. The word El Shaddai. Again, when they were coming out of Egypt and they were camping and taking ground, he also called himself under Joshua. So, Zuri Shaddai, Jehovah our rock. Now he said, El Shaddai, which means the Almighty, which means the multi-breasted one. That means the one that the children can suck from and it cannot be exhausted. So it's called El Shaddai. Genesis 17. The Lord appeared and said to him, I am the Almighty God. That word Almighty God means El Shaddai. So, there is Jehovah Nissi. So there is Jehovah Rapha. So there is El Shaddai. So which one was Solomon talking about when he said the name of the Lord? He didn't say the names of the Lord. He said the name of the Lord. It's a strong tower. The righteous. So there is a name that the righteous runs into and is saved. But then there are many names. So which of the names? Are you following me? Praise the Lord. <laughs> let, let, let's read further. Oh God. So which of the names? You see, there is something you have to know about Old Testament. The Bible says only men speak as they were moved by the Spirit. First Peter 1.21. Prophecy, or Second Peter, sorry, 1.21. Prophecy did not come by the will of men. He said only men spoke as they were moved by the Spirit. So there were things that men of old said and they themselves did not know what they were saying. Because they were moved by the Spirit to make some utterances that they did not know the full extent what they were saying. Isaiah said, a virgin shall conceive. He didn't know what he was saying. Isaiah 53. He began talking about he was wounded by a church. Oh, if the answer is that, I would have said, I don't know. But I am speaking as I am moved by the Spirit. So one of the examples, Solomon was moved by the Spirit to say the name of the Lord. Which name? Because there are dimensions. Now, El Shaddai, Zuri Shaddai, Jehovah Nisi, Exodus chapter 6. Then, God said something that will make you know that names are also dimensions. 
realms. The Lord said to Moses, Now thou shalt see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand, and shall let them go, and so on. Verse 2. And God spoke to Moses and said, I am the Lord. Look at the next verse. I appear to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob by the name God Almighty. One day, and he said, Bob, by my name Jehovah, was I not known to them? Ooh. This is deep. Abraham was called a friend of God. You know, you cannot, you can't get to the end of God. So God appeared to Moses and he said, you know what? I gave a revelation of El Shaddai to Abraham. But that was all he could know. He said there is another dimension called Jehovah the Lord. El Shaddai <laughs> might give you a son, meet a need, but you need Jehovah the Lord to face Pharaoh. So what it takes, the portion of the anointing that will get you, that will provide something for you, that will get you a job, might be different from that which you work with you in the time of serious warfare. You don't get that. So he said that when I needed to, I, Genesis 17, that was when he told Adam that finally, Abraham, that finally change your name to Abraham from Abraham and Sarah it should be Sarah. So he said that, see, this revelation is going to give you Isaac that I promised. But Moses, you are not in need of Isaac. You are going to meet the most powerful man on earth, as stubborn as he goes. You will not need El Shaddai now. You need Jehovah, you need something higher than what I said to Abraham. He says, so Abraham did not know me at a realm I'm about to introduce to you now. It took Moses a bit of time to understand Jehovah the Lord. If you study very well, it began by negotiating with Pharaoh. Pharaohs of this world don't hear negotiation. Yeah, let the men go. We, are, we say he actually lied that we go three days and we come back. He wasn't planning to come back. But then if you look at after the, the ninth plague, the Bible says for the first time, Pharaoh enter, Moses entered Pharaoh's palace and he said that you and your men, you will bow and beg me and I will not listen. And the Bible says he went out of Pharaoh's palace in great anger. He probably slammed the door. said, watch what will happen. And God said, now you understand that it is the Lord who has sent you. Not to negotiate, but to make a declaration. God will never beg a man. Is somebody with me? For God is not a man that he should lie. If you are not a man of prayer, you will never know that God means what he says and that power belongs to God. So, Moses got it. So now, there is El Shaddai. Now there is Jehovah the Lord. So again, which one? Solomon. Solomon was talking about what was yet to happen in his time. He was talking about a revelation. He was talking about something. A name that will soon be revealed to humanity. Oh, praise God. Ah. That's why Hebrews 1 says, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manner, El Shaddai, Zuri Shaddai, Jehovah Lord, spoke to our fathers by the prophet, at in this day spoken to us by his son. There is only one name right now. 
But you see, to understand the gravity, why when you enter that name, you are saved. You have to understand what is this name. Oh, the name of Jesus. <laughs> Strong tower. You know, because we call it every day. Many call it without revenue. That was why you read the story of that man. A dear man of God, Nigeria. They were ambushed. And that's Bishop Bidipu. They were ambushed. And the wife was shouting, Jesus, Jesus. That's how those who don't know him, that's how they call it. And he said, shut up. One is enough. One. One. For a dimension of his name. Every knee of things in heaven, of things on earth, of things even under the earth. Whether they are mariners, marine spirits, or they are Air Force officers, <laughs> wing commandants, and the rest. <laughs> a dimension of the name of Jesus. Every knee. Not after seven days of deliverance. Not after 21 days of dry fasting. There's nothing wrong with fasting. We must fast. But I'm saying that the name does not need any support. Because something that the name will work more on an empty stomach. <laughs> Your empty stomach does not add to God's power. We fast to press more into understanding of the things of the spirit. We fast to intercede for the lost. We fast to discipline ourselves to know more of the things of the spirit. But the name remains the name. Did you hear what I've just said? Hallelujah. What is it about this name? Now, we are getting to understand, right? Look at, uh, let's read Psalm 138. Now we are getting there to understand what's behind this name. Hi. <laughs> Hallelujah. I will praise thee with my heart. Before the gods, I will sing unto thee, sing praise to thee. I will worship towards thy holy temple. And praise thy name and thy loving kindness for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou I has magnified thy word above all thy name. Notice it did not say thy words. There are many words of God. Thy word. Because the word is a person. You are magnified thy word above all thy names that's what the bible says in hebrews 4 12 the word of the lord is living is active sharper than any two-edged sword piercing our son into division of spirit and soul joint and marrow and the bible said that there is no creation that is hidden in is 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 not its is it gives a personality to the word there's no creation hidden in its sight because the word of god is a person now, the Bible is saying in this Psalm 138, that word of God, that one person, he said you are magnifying your word above all your name. So whether you talk about El Shaddai, whether you talk about Zuri Shaddai, whether you talk about Jehovah the Lord, the word is above all of them. Now, the word is a person. John chapter 1. Are you getting it now? Oh, thank you, Jesus. In the beginning was what? Say it loud. And the word was with God. And the word was God. By him, all things, said the same was going to be, by him, all things were made. And without him, was nothing made that was made. In him was life. Aye. 
you know what God, you know what God is doing? Save that John 1. Never forget. In the beginning was all things were made by him. They noticed that God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Let the sea gather and they gathered. There was a technology used. It is called the word. God spoke, the word did everything. Now, God, who at sundry times in the past was waiting for a day when he would be able to introduce humanity, the greatest power in heaven, the power with which he created heaven and earth. But you see, if he called, if he had called it the word, you might not understand. So he put a name on that word. That word is called Jesus. Are you following me? The same word that created the word from the beginning is called Jesus. Now, if you study the book of Revelation from 1 to 22, you will hardly find a place, if you find that all, there might not be, I don't think there's any place at all, where Jesus is referred to as Jesus in heaven. In heaven, it does not bear Jesus. It bears the word in heaven. But on earth, it bears Jesus. So the name Jesus is equal to the word with which heaven and earth was created. So when you say in the name of Jesus, the all power, <laughs> some will use the name tonight because we are not just having a midweek service. We are going to speak. Pastor Moni, we all call her Moni. I also call her Sister Fumi. Because in office, that's Pastor Moni Akifewa, they call her Fumi in her bank in where she works. But in the church, we call her Moni. So if you go to her office and say, I'm looking for money, uh, most might not know. Say, uh, for me, that is the same person. In church, she's money. In office, she's for me. So every time I call her when she's in the office, I use that sister for me and she'll start laughing. Because all my life, I've known her to be money. When we're, we're, you are together, I've known her to be money. But when I discovered that, okay, that's what they call her in the office. So anytime I'm calling her and she's at work, I will use the word for me, the name for me. But in the church, I call her money. And it's the same person. Hallelujah. You see, what this does is everything of the spirits, they function by understanding. Somehow, the realm of the spirit is an open realm. When somebody calls the name of Jesus traditionally, it might not produce result except by God's sovereignty. Because somehow, it will be known to the spirit you are addressing that you don't actually know what you are saying. It's like a bomb in your hand that you don't know how to, how to set it in motion. It's like AK-47 that you don't know how to put the bullet and shoot. But where there is understanding, oh, revelation is powerful. That was why they were doing deliverance and they were shouting, sweating. I told you the story before. It was not even a bishop. It was just a brother there. Bishop, it was just a brother. All of them were they, were they were all brothers then. Those early days of SU. Brother David. And he sat there with a bottle of coke in his hand. And one of them said, Brother David, won't you join? Because Christians think when we become more praying, it will carry more power. When we are interceding for city, it might be good to have many people praying. That one works. But in dealing with a demon, it's not the number. It is the understanding. One little boy can address a thousand demons because it is a legal thing. At the mention of the name, they must bow. They have no choice. Except, of course, they know that you don't know the document that you have. 
I get what I'm saying. It does not matter whether you wear tie or you wear jeans or you wear. Uh, if you have a document, you have time to do everything to a house. It is yours. They are not going to consider your either. Okay, that house is 30 bedroom duplex mansion, and this guy is just 5.2. How can you be the owner of the house? But that, it doesn't work like that. Whoever they say with a document, if you have your badge as a star general in the military, it's not about your muzzle. The biggest military officers are not bigger physically than the rest. In fact, the bigger ones follow the small ones as bodyguards. Most of the people's name you hear, when you see them, they are just like, but it's, oh, because authority. <laughs> I told you a very terrible story some years back. I read it in a in Yoruba. I don't know whether it's out for Yoruba textbook that we used in my secondary school primary school. I just read it and about one particular, I think I love you, or maybe on your which one. One king many, many years ago who married this young, young girl, and maybe the sister wife, I don't know the number, I just married her. And the, you know, in those days you could not even say I love you. There were seven chiefs, only, only, only those seven could say. Maybe the entire town, the elders will see the king maybe once in a year. Unlike the kings of now. You know, in those days, the kings were like gods. I mean, everybody feared them. A uh, the king can look at your wife and just be like, I put leg on it, that's all. But we put leg now, we cut, we chop the leg off. Thank God for something like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? This guy, not sure, the boy is not even around. I'm not seen him in a while. Adebola is a, is a priest. If father is a king, one of the popular kings in Egypt. And jokingly, like I tell you after every service that it's a simulation that is making us to be walking by your side and then to call you, Adebola, come here. In those, they just say, Saki. Yoruba land. Now you start bowing. Priest is passing and you are saying, How are you? Aye. They will remove your tongue. That's the last time you talk. <laughs> but you are doing now is fine, you know, because. So this girl married the king. Of course, she dreaded the king before. But marriage as a way of equal, I mean, it will equalize everything. Wh whatever you are, whether you are president or whatever, when you marry, if you are, even if you are 90 and your wife is 25, she's now your wife. At times, she will ache for you. You cannot say me. At my level. <laughs> Why did you marry her? So, so that, that's, that's the issue. Because marriage, that's why you cannot say I'm an anointed man of God. And that your wife at home should worship you. Then please don't sleep with her. Don't, don't marry. So that we can know that you are like Paul. And we will honor you. But the moment you marry, you have become a man. And she cooks and you eat. Well, stop that. So don't, don't do like, you know. I get what I'm saying. <laughs> so the guy said. So one day, according to what they were, I, I don't know what the, what the books said, they were in the bedroom or so, you know. So she looked at the nakedness of the king, just looked at the man. <laughs> said, so this is how you are, that the entire town, they fear you so much. That you are just like this, I've seen you all, I'm seeing your nakedness, I'm seeing everything. So she was just joking. And the guy didn't say anything. He smiled and he let it go. Three days after, they brought the head of her father in a platter and presented it to her at the palace. And when she opened the plan, she saw her father's head 
she broke down crying. The king came in behind and he said, that is how big I am that makes all of them to fear me. Message well gotten. In other words, it's not in my stature that you see. With one word, I can wipe out your entire generation. That's why they fear me, not because of my stature that you see. I'm sure that queen, her life will never remain the same again. And if she was this kind of wicked queen, she would also kill the man. <laughs> why should that? That's so <laughs> it's not <laughs> in the appearance. It's in what Jesus has done. He hand the name. EWK was talking about this. He earned the name. You can build yourself a name. If you invent, you find cure for HIV. Your name will be a transgenerational name. Like we have some name, Rockefeller. Some people have done so much. Maybe a mighty business empire. Or some brought some inventions to the Isaac new thing. And their name has entered textbooks and it has become a household name. They got the name by achievements. You can also build the name by being born into a certain family. If you are in the royal family in England, you, are, you don't need achievement to have a name. You are born into a name. Did you get that? Real monarchs are not very common now. They see retains or maybe like you kill. But in those days, if we are born by a king, like Solomon being born by David so you're bad but there is still a measure of it you begin to see your father there is already a name set aside for you there is no school you enter into and the teachers will not know you and if you're in Nigerian school when they are slapping others either they just tap your cheeks because they know that you're, you're, I mean <laughs> or you say your father is uh, maybe the richest man in Nigeria there is a name you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So achievements, you are a great singer, you can have a name. Or you are born. When those mighty people who are mighty on the face of the earth, when they give out to children, their children also have a name. You respect them. Stewards in the house who are 30, 40, they call them young master, young mistress. Because of their lineage, their family. Hallelujah. The third one is for a name to be conferred on you. When Pharaoh said that nobody moves in Egypt except Joseph, a man with a name has given a, another name to someone. So somebody can be pulled up by a great person. Jesus did not do one. His name came by all the three. Himself is God, born into greatness. God himself. Then he came to the world and he died. The Bible says that it became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. And wherefore God has highly exalted him. So an achievement. No angel come and die for anything. He achieved it. Hallelujah. He was born into it. He had it. Then God conferred it on him. He said, Today you are my son. I begotten you. There is a name. That is why we have the name of Jesus. Now, the Bible tells us, and we we'll continue from the maybe next week, do all things in the name of Jesus. See, we live by the name. 
Oh, I drive from Ikeja to VI in the name of Jesus. His name will protect. I was around Maryland and there was traffic and this FT guy came and he put his hand, boom, and my phone was there. And he told this other guy, double cross him at the other side in the night. And he said, give me your phone and give me all the money on you. And I said, no. He said, do you want me to take it by force? I said, no. He said, so give me. I said, no, I'm not giving you. And the car before me just moved at that point. So I moved. Then they went to the person behind me and they robbed the woman. I fell for the woman. There is a name. The more you study the word of God, the more confidence we have in the name of Jesus. The more time you spend in prayer, the more and the more confidence you have, the more you read the results of the power that is in that name. When a person, sometimes God does some things out of his sovereignty. People call upon the name in dangers in fear and he answered. Of course, he does that when he knows that we are to await it. God is merciful and is kind. Because no, many times, at times, even the man with the highest faith, you can shake at times. But God has a way of emboldening you and helping you. But what God expects us to do is to move with audacity in the name of Jesus. I said this to the leaders and I'm saying, so when you wake up, even when you are free and less busy in the office, learn to lift up your hands and say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Use that name severally every day. Lifting up hands is a spiritual culture. Paul said, I will that men lift up only hands. Why is lifting up hands important to God? We don't know. When we get to heaven, you can ask him. But some things are said in the Bible and you will do well to just follow them. Let your hands go up as many times as you can every day. Because that's what the Bible says, I will that men pray lifting up. See, many of these small, small things, because I read one to you on Sunday, then our mouth is filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. We sing in all services, but we don't laugh. And the word of God is to edge so. So you don't want edge, you sing, but you don't laugh. When we start paying attention to small, small things, we call them in the Bible, we are going to be so powerful. So powerful. No wonder after so many miracles happened in Rema, and Kenneth again told people that he has never done seven days drive for Nigerian minister nearly fainted. Because it's not by power. It's by yielding. He told them, I fast, but I don't do biri like what you people do. And all of them are students of his book with greater results. It was in miracles that Pastor Adebo went to and said to God, if I get to Nigeria, there are no miracles. I will call you a racist. How can somebody be healing people cheaply like this? And we will finish 40 days, no food. And the demons are still stubborn. Somebody said African demons are illiterate. That they are more stubborn than European demons. And European demons are civilized. Even if you hear the name of their diseases, they are sophisticated names. <laughs> That's why they said they are demons, they read newspapers, they do internet. And if you look at the prevailing forces there, they are like all these... Uh, uh, sexual perversion, rental, this one policies. They are like they are they are educated demons. They are in policies and all those things. You know, don't pray in school and all those things. Our own demons. They live in forests. The most powerful native doctors are in the forests, and they, they father the forest. <laughs> the more potent the charm. If a guy tells a native doctor within Lagos, ah, 
on my guy. Once is within lay. I saw one on Facebook. He says, Baba Lawa, I started laughing. I said, you know, the, the, the was like the forest. <laughs> because they are close to those demons there. And that's, where, that's where they are. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord. <laughs> It's a strong tower. The righteous. There is power in his name. And we are called to live by his name. And we are going to continue from. Lift up your hands on your seats. Just worship, give him praise. Let your voice be loud. Just worship him. You can say that name severally. You see, when the anointing is strong in the atmosphere like this, anything can happen. What you haven't been able to do for six, seven days of prayer can just happen right now. Because the word of God has gone forth and God's power goes with his word. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Rosso Kondelebakasande Parashinda Kadiso. Leprekedu Zekere Mashanda Labaya. Sickness go in the name of Jesus. Our precious go in the name of Jesus. We command you to go. And the mention of the name, every kneel. We cast away every spell, every limitation, spirit of deafness, spirit of blindness. In the name of Jesus, we cast you out. Spirit of infirmity, leave in the name of Jesus. Somebody use the name. He is the one that shuts and no man opens. He is the one that opens and no man shuts. Let us be open in the name of Jesus. Doors that have been shut, you are watching me. You are listening to me right now. And there are doors shut against you. There are conditions in your body. Oh, in the name of Jesus, let the door be open. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be lifted in the name of Jesus. You are bothered about a situation. Let there be wisdom. Let there be revelation in the name of Jesus Christ. Let there be transformation in the name of Jesus. You are lifted in the name of Jesus. Oh, I see provision. Those who have needs. And you tried your best. But there is a name. There is a name that can produce rivers in the desert. There is a name. Our Lord can make road in the wilderness. I command in the name of Jesus Christ for answers to come. For provision, provision. You will never be put to shame. There is supply. There is supply. In the name of Jesus. Joy is coming to your family. In the name of Jesus. Disputes are going. In the name of Jesus Christ, misunderstandings are disappearing. In the name of Jesus Christ, 
Kasondo prakido seteya. Yele moko sandala bakaria mandelebos. Yeteke bala mandara bakodia basala mandelebos. Lepo koto sele mandala baya. Yere moko tonorobo shala mandala baya. Rimakato borobo sele mandala bakodia sendele baras. Speak his name. Supply, supply, supply. I hear supply. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Ruko You can lay your hands on any part of your body if you are watching right now. Or if you are in the hall right now, and use the name of Jesus against the infirmity. And if you need something to come to you, say it right now. Say in the name of Jesus, by this time tomorrow, by this time next week, by this time next month, use the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, every wall around me falls down right now. I cannot be restricted. In the name of Jesus Christ. I command any evil pattern around me. Stop right now. Your end has come. In the name of Jesus. I declare my marriage. In the name of Jesus. I declare I am my children. In the name of Jesus. For I am the children that God has given me. We are for signs and wonders. Any obstacle on my way, there is a name. There is a name more potent than the rod of Moses that divided the sea. There is a name stronger, stronger than the first four priests that stepped into Jordan and Jordan parted. There is a name. So, in the name of Jesus, whatever is an obstacle on my path, whatever is a, a hindrance, a chain. Whatever holding me down in Jesus' name, I command you give way, chain be broken, yoke be destroyed, body be lifted in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Keep speaking. There is power.
service will look like this. Something is happening. I see a new season coming to your life. Oh, glory to God. A new season. A new season. So, turnarounds are taking place right now. Season. Some have been lifted to another level. Higher ground greater operations of the spirit of God greater blessing greater working greater manifestation of the blessing of the Lord oh thank you Lord Jesus see yokes disappearing see things going bad things that you have thought will happen they are not happening anymore it's a new day the chains are flying off so many have been set free Right now, even those who are watching, you watching right now, something is happening to you right there. It's the word of God, it's the power of the Holy Spirit, it's the power of the name of Jesus. Nobody will return back tonight the same way. No, it's a night. It's a unique night. You will wake up singing songs of victory tomorrow morning. You will wake up singing testimonies all around. You will wake up with the glory of the Lord risen upon you. Thus hear the Lord. Rejoice for it's a new day. Rejoice. I have done it. I have done it. Woo! Glory to God. It is done. It is done. Rejoice. Rejoice. Shall give it praise. Sing loud shout. Sing loud shout. Sing loud shout. It's a new day. For Sayabalakate. Glory, 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 glory. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. 
thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, we give you praise. We worship you. Thank you, Jesus. We give all the glory. Hallelujah. Now I want to say this to everybody. Please. Either you write. You can write. If you don't want to come out to share. You can write and send it. Share the testimony of things that will start happening as soon as we step out. been ill tonight some have been restored tonight then there will be abundance of provision you just see favor all around you thank you Lord Jesus blessed be your name Lord Jesus thank you Father for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory we give you praise in Jesus name Put your hands together. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus. I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, we'll be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.